Hey kids, this week we're talking about Independence Day from 1996. So here we go. I'm Tad. And I'm Tony. And we love movies. It feels like that's all we talk about. But when we decided to do a podcast, we couldn't do new movies. Everybody does that. So we're going back. Back to the movies of our childhood or movies we haven't seen in a long time. It's our Overdue Movie Review Podcast. My goodness, Tony. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Overdue Movie Review has been on a bit of a hiatus, so we're ready for season two. And this episode is one year in the making. Yes. This is actually going to be our premiere episode. It was. July of last year. (laughs) But I got COVID. Yeah. Uh, so it was like. We got COVID and, we just put and it, it's kind of good that we waited. It was not great. Yeah. The first, first episode. We taped the first episode. Yeah. It was not good it at all. It was not. We were, we were, we were going. <laughs> we were still trying to find our way. Scene. We were going scene yeah. by scene. And it, if we had done it that way, we'd have been six hours and talking about <laughs> right. it. Right. And we were, we were trying to find our way <laughs> and trying to find our voice. And, and we were like, you know what? Since. The whole COVID thing happened. We couldn't right, retape, and right. let's we'll, we'll put this on the back burner. We'll relaunch later. We ended up launching in what uh, October? October with Superman. Mm-hmm. So now we're finally getting to uh, Independence Day, right up to the Fourth of July. So no time better, right? Um, and we do want to thank. Uh, we have a new sponsor, Rusty's right. TV and Movie Car Museum, right here in Jackson, Tennessee. So I want to thank Rusty and them for uh, sponsoring our uh, podcast. That's right. Thank you, Rusty. Uh, so let's start. Overdue movie reviews, 1996, <clears throat> Independence Day, huge cast. Yes. Like looking yeah. looking at it now, this is a huge cast. Yeah. Then you had breakout star Will Smith. Will Smith. He had not been in a blockbuster at this point. Like, That's right. That's right. This, this was, was his beginning big, of Mr. Block, Summer Mr. Blockbuster. Mr. Summer Blockbuster. <laughs> well, yeah, because it seemed like from, from Independence Day forward, you, up until you, you wanted you up want, until, up until Wild, Wild West. Wild Wild West still did. It still had some. It didn't do popularity. As, yeah, but it wasn't. I as, would say until After Earth. Oh, you that mean, one was really, really bad with him so? and Jaden. Yeah, that was bad. I, I actually liked After Earth. <laughs> I probably one of the few people who did after just like sitting down and actually watching it. But um, I remember, I remember he kept him, him getting a lot of flack about Wild Wild West. Yeah, he did. He did. The soundtrack was awesome. The soundtrack was phenomenal. But the movie, I, I of course, remember. Kevin Klein was in that one. With yeah, him. Kevin Klein. And yeah. and you look at the cast on this one. You had Judd Hirsch, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, 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 Je- Jeff Goldblum. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Um, and and Judd Hirsch playing his dad. Yeah, that was, was perfect. It two was perfect polar too. opposites. Yeah, it was perfect. A type of people, but absolutely perfect casting together. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Um, uh, Vivica Fox. Yep. Um, and the kid that played Nicky on, yeah, on, on Fresh Prince Fresh was played his, his stepson that's in this one. That's probably why he got it. I loved it. Yeah, they were so good together. Yeah. And that's then they, they ended up increasing the role, right? Or like, Well, like, he didn't come he, back, but his character ended up being... No, no, no. I'm talking about like in the, in the show. Because the oh, show yeah. was still going, right? In 96? I'm trying to... I can't remember. See. I think it was still going. But it, was like, it seemed like after, after I thought, that, I remember I seeing more of Nikki. Like, more thought, of Nikki and Will together. I thought maybe he was... I, that was first and the first other... Chris Belair and then... I can't remember how that Because I think after he... After Will Smith left... Yeah, because he was, in, he was definitely end. in uh, Fresh Prince before... Independence Day, but I, I couldn't remember. But there was a good relationship with him on Fresh Prince. Right. Uh, him and uh, Will, just, they worked so well together. And then putting him in this movie together was Okay, so perfect. this is what it was. This is what it was. 
they were in Will. They were in Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right. and then after Fresh Prince of Bel Air ended, ended then Independence Day. Day. Gotcha. Right. That makes sense. Right. Makes so much. And they were so good together on the show, and yeah. worked well in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just there, what brief interactions they had. I mean, they didn't have a lot of interactions. No, they didn't. Uh, a kid was in the first of the movie, and then with his mom through the middle of the movie, and right. then reunited at the end. Yeah. Brett Spiner's in this movie right. in a cameo role that was. Largely uncredited, really. Like it was just kind of like a here he is. It was right. just a very right. short role, uh, but ended up being an integral part of the movie. Like you remember Brett Spiner's character, right? Mary McDonald from mm-hmm. uh, Dance with I remember from Dance with Wolves, Dance with the Fist. Harvey Firestein. Harvey Firestein was great. He was working with Jeff Goldblum's character, character. and he's like, "I got to call my mother, (laughs) (laughs) Ma. Get out of the house. Right. right, Get out of the city. Love Harvey Firestein. So Um, good. Who else did we have? We had. um... Oh, and uh, uh, Robert Loja was in this movie. Really? Yeah, he played like the general or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Because he, he was at Area 51. And now, a lot of these people who were in this Randy movie. Quaid. Oh, my Randy God. Randy Quaid. Quaid yes, was Randy so Quaid was. Yes, he was really good in this movie. Yes, Randy Quaid. Yeah. It makes you wonder that if he actually got abducted by aliens in real life. <laughs> and got Because replaced. he has gone off the rails <laughs> yeah. in the last 20 years. Mae Whitman. Mae Whitman. That, as a little girl, yeah. yeah. It was a now lot she of, didn't reprise her role in the in the sequel. No, no, no. They changed. They every, changed they a changed, lot of stuff. They changed everybody. The only people who came back, Vivica Fox briefly. Briefly, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Goldblum came back. Right, um, and Brett Spiner was back. Brett Spiner came back. Robert uh, Lo, Lo, how you spell it? Loja. Loja came back briefly. Okay. Uh, Bill Pullman came back. He was in there, but like Will Smith. Yeah, Bill, I remember Bill Pullman being in there. Will yeah. Smith's character. It's been so long since I've seen Independence screen. Day too. Like Resurrection, I have seen Resurrection once. Resurgence. The Resurgence, my bad. I've seen Resur- <laughs> Resurgence once. I've watched it and a I've watched times. and I've watched the original countless times. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't remember. I, I can't remember much about the second movie because uh, it was. It's like the first one was so good, and I think. It, and, and the number, of course, the sequels are largely unsuccessful compared to the originals. Well. For the most part. Again, there are exceptions to the rule. Uh, The even-numbered Star Trek movies are all better than the odd numbers. I think the problem usually is that they wait so... Like, this This, was a big gap. It was a very big gap. It was like a 20-year, 20-25-year gap. It was a long time. It was a long time. It was a long time. That they, that they waited to release the second one. So I get it. Kind of like couldn't get Will back. If they'd have gotten <laughs> Will Smith back on that one, it would have been so good. Yeah, it would have. It would have been a different, it would have been a whole different movie. Yeah. And it would have been, because like, see, hearing that he dies in the second movie off screen, off camera, it's just like, uh. uh it's, a throw, it's like a throwaway line. And then you kill the little boy's mom. Right. <laughs> I'm like, come on. What's it going to kill? They, they kill off most of the original cast. Yeah. In like the first 30, 40 minutes. Yeah, we're going to make sure they're not coming back for the rest of the franchise. <laughs> we can't afford them. Let's Again, <laughs> how do you make people not watch a movie to kill tell the them original that people, you yeah. kill off the original, the original franchise? Cast, yeah. Or you just say, we're not going to go any further with the original cast. Right, right. No right. better way to stop a, a movie in the, bo- in the box office earnings. Yeah, that was pretty bad. This movie was great. Um, yeah, the original movie was, yeah. You know, as much as, you know, we said it was Superman, you know, the tagline was, you'll believe man can fly. Right. 
This one was, you'll believe aliens can really invade the Earth. Yeah. Because yeah. it looked so real. It looked like It looked probable. It was really good <laughs> like, for 96. Our visual 1996, really the visual graphics were better than any DC movie created in the last 15 years. <laughs> Especially the Flash. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, the aliens, like, they might as well have been puppets. They were so good. I don't know if they, they were at some they points. I don't puppets. know. That's what I'm saying. They like, were puppets. I mean, but they were so good. Then the, the, the space scenes. Because they used models. I mean, they went back to, like, the ninth, like, speaking of Superman, how Superman used models for, like, Krypton and explosions yeah. and stuff. They use practical effects. Practical effects. And you, you know, they built up a like actual set for Washington D.C. The White House. That that explosion scene <laughs> is so good. It, it, you remember, like when when they did the radio broadcast of War of the Worlds. Yeah. People went outside thinking and that it was really happening. Dude, this yeah. made you turn on CNN or you know <laughs> any of the news channels to see if there's breaking news that the that the White House had been blown up. Right, it was right. so it was, believable. Yeah, very... The model was so intricate yeah. and 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 so precise mm-hmm. that when they blew that up, yeah, holy it looked cow. real. It looked absolutely real. Yeah. And I and they use, I mean, even just like the little visual things. I, I lived in Memphis at the time, and because um, I was a little kid, <laughs> and. Um, we went to the movie theaters to see it. So when they were showing where the motherships was landing up over the, uh, were were hovering over the major cities, I saw Memphis and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> they and they went after every major. Yeah, they city, went after you know? every major city, and I'm like, "That makes so much." In, sense. In every region, like yeah, the biggest city makes, in every region, that makes so much sense. If you're gonna, if you're a, gonna take over the world, take it all. Take it over by the biggest yeah. places, you know, most populated yeah. places ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I mean it's it's. A, it's not. It's not a. We we st- we literally start off the movie with the, sh- the 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 baby ships breaking off the mothership. Right. So we're in outer space at the very beginning of the movie. Nothing. We haven't. Even, we're not even on Earth. We're in outer space, and we're seeing the invasion. And that is begin. a great way. I mean, you're you're talking. You want to show how epic this movie is going to be. Right. Right. Start so, in space. Yeah. Right. Right. Because so, nothing's bigger. We see. We see. What we think are accomplishments with the moon landing, and then <laughs> right. the big old UFO passes by, and it's bigger than the and moon. It's bigger than the moon, <laughs> right? Right. But it's such a. It was like, again, you're saying this is going to be a big summer blockbuster, and and they really they pulled live it up out, to the you know? I mean, because yeah. you think about it, there had been summer blockbusters before this, but what were they? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you think back and you're looking at. Um, you're looking at some of your uh, uh, some of your Star Wars movies. I think Jaws yeah. was like the first original yeah. summer blockbuster. Yeah. Um, but this is like the definitive. But thing, this like. is that definitive '90s, you yeah. know, blockbuster movie. You can pinpoint saying that was a huge movie, right. and a and it was it was so big that. President Trump even borrowed a quote for it in one of his speeches a few years ago. He took Bill Pullman. He took Bill Pullman's speech. <laughs> like, and I'm not. I, I, like I, you I'm really saying lift, it was, lift, a president lifting it was, from another. It president. was probably like an homage in in uh, in in one of his uh, teleprompters and stuff oh like that. But it goodness. was again. It was that's how big it's. It's a part of pop culture. Yeah, yeah. You, you talk about Independence Day because when you when you say Independence Day, there are two things that come to mind. The words Independence Day, you think the movie, uh-huh. and you think the Martina McBride song. I think the Martin right, 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 song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, it's like you hear Independence Day and you're like, oh, the movie Will Smith. Right. Boom. Right, they right. and and Will Smith was synonymous with action blockbusters yeah, at the time. Uh, so yeah. 
he became synonymous yeah, because he, of this yeah, one. Yeah, because of this movie, yeah. And let's talk about how good he was. He was. He was good. He like, was, he goes from playing goofy, you know, fun-loving kid and he was still, on Fresh Prince yeah, of Bel-Air. He, he was still kind of that character, but he was more but he had, serious. There was an air of, right. like, I mean, he put on the military fatigues and, right, and the right. uniform, and you're like, ooh, right. this dude's serious. And they gave him, and they, they, they did a good job in plotting out everybody's background story mm-hmm. and developing who their characters were. Like, we, we find out that Steve Hillard has been wanting to become an astronaut. He wants to go to, he wants to go to outer space. Right. NASA is his dream. And he keeps getting Rejected. turned down. And Harry, Harry Cunning Jr. Jr. <laughs> is his best friend. And uh, his best friend tells him, well, man, you might not get that far being married to a stripper. Right. Because he wants to um, propose to Vivica Fox, who turns out to be a stripper in this movie. Um, and I remember this pivotal scene where <laughs> she saves the, she rescues the president's wife. And she's talking to her out, you know. In the oh, yeah, wherever they yeah, took shelter. Yeah. And she's and like, she's like she's so like, what do you do? I'm a dancer. And she's like, a dancer? Like ballet? Like, yeah, she's like, exotic. No, exotic. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, I'm not. You know, she was doing what she had to do in order to take care of her kids. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. It makes perfect sense. You know, she had to do what she got to do. Um, and uh, she's and so, you know, it goes on to where the president's wife is saying, so who are you looking for? Are you looking for his father? And she was like, no, but I hope he's he wants the job. I hope he wants the job. I love right, that line. Right, right. So, you know, the back the background stories are perfect. You see, and they have those little hints of, you know, something happened here, especially with Jeff Goldblum. They laid in they laid wife. in the backstory without yeah. hitting you over the face with it. Right. You know, right, it's right. it's kind of like, you know, um in, It's not a 30-minute dialogue about we, uh, as much as we're talking from. about, you know, uh, you know, we don't need to see Batman or Superman's origin stories anymore. Wait, did you hear the good story about I, that? I heard Legacy's that not going to have not gonna it. Not going to do Krypton. But I like, <laughs> like it's like this one is kind of laid in like uh, uh, Batman v Superman when they kind of just subtly reference back into the origins. Not that subtle. Well, it, it was. It was. It wasn't like. <laughs> boom, it wasn't boom, like we're going to show. It wasn't like we're going to show it. It was just like we're throwing references, and that's what they did with this one. It's like they just kind of threw in references, just but in dialogue this time instead right, of in flashbacks. Right, right. Because you just don't threw need in the in dialogue. Yeah, you don't need flashbacks to find people's what, what's stories. What's going on is traumatic enough. You don't right. need a flashback. <laughs> exactly. But like, and I, I like you know, you find out that that David and and the, uh, the president president's uh, communication secretary. They were, they they were, were married at one time right. and separated or divorced, I don't know, you know. But right. you find out that there's a relationship there. Right. And, but they do it in dialogue. And, and so you're able to piece these stories together. Again, they don't have to hit you over the head with it. Right. They just piece it together for you. And and the reason why was because he thought she was cheating with the future president. Right. <laughs> and it got into a fist fight. A fist fight. A fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> with a presidential candidate. <laughs> I love it. That's that's pretty hardcore. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you, you can see where a guy might be jealous. You know, yeah. you know. So you got you got a, a you're you're married to a beautiful wife. Yeah. You're a you're a a, a cable okay. installer. <laughs> Jeff uh, and Jeff Goldblum. What was it? What was his actual job? He was like a like he worked at a cable company, right? I thought he worked for SETI. like a telecommunications company. Yeah, yeah, because their satellite system was yeah. down and people were calling about. But he he he, he comes into this expert on. You know, extraterrestrial signals, right? Because he can like, tell he can tell about the satellite com- codes. That that, that's the one happening. part that's really unbelievable. Is like <laughs> he he's got a he's able to translate these codes, yeah. and he's a 
He's just a, a countdown. Like, he's just really? a cable guy. You found that out from <laughs> how? <laughs> what? Did you have the Rosetta Stone or right, something? Right, right, yeah. It's but crazy. I like how they bring him along the ride, and then yeah, it's the president. Even though he's been punched out by this dude, really trust him. <laughs> right. Like he's like this guy knows what he's talking well, about. Well, actually, actually, his father is yeah, the one. His father who when he talks him into it. But at the same time, he ends up trusting him because he don't like him. Right. But he ends up trusting him with the nation's security. Right. And, and end up global security. And I and I and I like I, I love how um, David's father takes up for him throughout the entire movie. Like he. He believes in his son that much. He's just yeah. like, my son is smart. My mm-hmm. son knows what he's talking about. You know, he gets he gets on my nerves sometimes, but he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> right. I, I know he knows what he's talking about. And if you don't listen to him, you're gonna die. Right. It's, I mean, pretty much, straight to the point. You're gonna die. Yeah. If you know. <laughs> and 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 you know, we we go through all of this, and you get to that fight, uh, the firefight, like the the air fight, right. dog fight. Mm-hmm. Where you end up having Will Smith punch out an alien? Yeah, welcome like, to who? Earth. Welcome to Earth. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> like coming out here blowing up stuff, <laughs> and then and then, like that that whole scene. I, I'm not I'm not sure, but it had to be ad libbed where he's walking back dragging the yeah. alien. You know, got me walking around in the hot desert dragging your body. You know, that's you know that's the stuff you think that's, thinking about. That's like, legit why am I even Will doing Smith this? right yeah, there. Like, like, why am I even doing this? That is just that is just like. Classic Will Smith ad lib, just you know, what would you say if you're walking through the desert yeah, dragging an exactly, alien? Yeah, that's exactly like, what you would dra- say. Yeah. But you know, the thinking about Independence Day, the the totality of this movie, because you have to think about how much destruction was laid on the earth. Like every major city was hit at simultaneously. Simultaneously on the first wave. On the first wave, and then they had the nerve to come out of their mother, their their spaceships, and start shooting people. You know, (laughs) destroying army bases and stuff all over the world with force fields over their ships, so they couldn't be stopped. Right. Um, But just thinking about all the people who died, like millions, maybe even a billion people probably died all over the world. Yeah, all these landmarks were destroyed. Like, all they of destroyed the, the landmarks. Yeah, the biggest landmarks. And you think about all like, the this people. This is not your earth anymore. This is ours. Yeah. We well, own you. The people, the 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 uh, Vivica Fox stripper friend who was on College oh, by yeah. the College. Oh, yeah, because some people. Uh, Saved by the Bell College years. Yeah, they were like. They went to the rooftop yeah, party. We want to welcome you here. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she told her friend, no, go home, you know, leave. Get out of the city. <laughs> Everybody needs to get out of the city. And they're going there. To welcome, and I and I love like, again the special effects were like top notch. The way the Bing hits down into the ground, and then just and then explodes up like a yeah, and then spreads out like a firewall. Yeah, just instantly going through and, and wiping everything out. Which I still call bull crud on uh, Vivica Fox and her son. Being able to escape it. in that doorway. <laughs> right. They ain't no. Was, that fire like, would have rushed right wrapped in. around yep. inside that room and they would have been disintegrated. Just like. <laughs> that poor dog trying to yeah. jump in at the last second. Please. <laughs> but, that, you know, it's a movie. <laughs> that was, it was unbelievable, yes. But a great film But moment. the effects, I mean the effects. I I remember being in the theater going whoa, but see and maybe this, this is, is rough. maybe this is a, <laughs> a a note to people making DC movies going forward. James Gunn, <laughs> you don't have to CG everything. That's true. 
That's true. You can make practical effects. You can make practical costumes that look legitimately real. And we right. were talking about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We'll get to yeah, that in this season yeah, of Overdue. Mm-hmm. Like, those turtles looked, like, real. I mean, they were Like, I could run into them somewhere, you right? Run, yeah, they looked real. Right. You look at Michael Bay's turtles, and they, you know, obviously. You could see CGI, Like, you right. completely CGI, and you were like, this is not believable at all. These aliens, wholly believable. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, you're yeah. like. There is no way these things couldn't really exist. And if right. we do find out that there is extraterrestrial life out there somewhere, they're probably going to look like that. <laughs> That's, you know, because they look that real. Better than anything that, you know, the CG, yeah, car- CG yeah. have, have come up with that, in the last few years. You know, years. we always wanted, we we're always talking about, oh, these effects are lame, da 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 And now it's like... Y'all need to go back to that. Go back to it. <laughs> but, but you think about it. You like we said. You're working this hard was 96. to make it believable. Right. This was '96, and it wasn't like they were. You know, I mean, we're looking almost 30 years ago. Yeah. But at the same time, like it looks like better than anything we've seen in the yeah. last few years. Yeah, it's, it still holds you know? up. It still holds. It still holds up. Um, Roland Roland Emmerich directed it, and he co-wrote wrote this movie with Dean Devlin, and they kept making like great movies because Roland Emmerich, his next big blockbuster hit was Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Okay. And he, I mean, this dude knows destruction. He knows like the big mass of, Oh, we're in danger. <laughs> right. <laughs> we got to do something. We got to do something. So, um, he, he's really good. I, I like the very beginning. I'm, I'm thinking about back to David's uh, workplace where they were getting the phone calls from the different people. And one person called and says, yeah, my signal's messed up. I can't watch the X Files, and I'm like, "Look outside. Wait till you, <laughs> <laughs> wait till you find out what's happening." <laughs> Just look outside. You'll catch up on right, everything. Don't right, worry about it. There may not be any new episodes. You're not going to be abducted, <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> it's not going to be good. They're soon. coming after LA and New York. Good right, luck on new right, episodes. Right, right. But I mean, it was it was a really good movie, and it's a ter- It's a movie about a terrorist attack. It really is. It's just alien terror. It's just alien terrorist attack. Yeah, and but it show you know it's so weird thinking about this movie now from '96 and thinking that just five years later we would have 9/11. Right, and that speech would come back. Yes, to play. it's pretty much. I mean, we it, really it, lived that, that in speech. A way. Really comes right. back to. Um, uh, it comes back into play because he, Bill Pullman's given this speech on a global scale. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yes, he was giving it to the uh, right. troops around him right. immediately, but, but was that was everybody. on a global scale. Right. You know, today we celebrate our Independence Day, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you look five years later, you're like mm-hmm. another like a, a true moment where the nation needs to pull together. Right, and and it was you right. know you could almost write those words for words. And and, and what happens in the movie is what happens in in real life where we get together we have you know we we have a moment of solidarity mm-hmm. we decide you know we're going to take the terrorists out we're going to you know join forces together and then you look back you look ahead 22 years later and you see where we are now You're right cuz eventually <laughs> as Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park <laughs> he didn't say this but paraphrasing hate hate finds a way hate finds a way <laughs> Yeah. It eventually, you know, we we get so united in in big massive attacks or tragedies, and we we promise things are going to get better. We're going to be united. We're gonna we're gonna be better from here on out. And for a while, we are. For a couple of weeks, we're at peace. We love each other. Uh-huh. We don't care if you're Muslim, 
if you're Buddhist, we, we don't, you know, Christian, we don't care. If you're atheist, we don't care. We're, we're, we're together. There's a this. common Right, we have a common purpose. enemy. As yes. long as we have a common enemy, right. we're cool. And then after things get better and everything <laughs> settles down, then we're right back at war with each other. Well, yeah, we have nobody else to fight. <laughs> um, but like, let's go back. I, I want to read this because this speech was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world, and you'll be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. And that's when he pauses and he goes, mankind. Mm-hmm. That word should have new meaning for us all, for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. Mm-hmm. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July mm-hmm. and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day the world declared in one voice, and this is is what I love, right? (laughs) We will not go quietly into the night. Mm -hmm. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. That was so powerful. I've got chills now just reading it (laughs) because I can hear Bill Pullman's voice. Just absolutely fantastic speech. And again, like like he said, you know, those common interests draw us together. Those Mm -hmm. common enemies draw us together. And then when we have when we have those when we dissolve those enemies all of a sudden, it's like we got nobody else to fight, and it's like right. we have to fight, fight somebody. We, we have, have to fight, fight each other. Right. We have to and fight and again, it's just you look at metaphorically. You're right. This movie goes beyond just the battle of terrorism. Like right. it's like we got to find a way to, to survive. Survive together. We, they're trying to make us in. Well, well, like I said, it's 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 it's, it's as a metaphor. It's like we've got to come together. All the time, right? Not just right. in the Not face of oppression yeah. or tyranny, but in the face of annihilation, in the face of uh, disagreements, in right. the face of uh, opposition of beliefs. Right. We've right. got to find a way to unite anywhere. This world is no is more divisive now than it has ever yeah. been, and I'm not That's just true. talking about on a national scale, but on a global scale. That's true. That's more true. divisive than it's ever been, and and it's just one of those things. This movie is a good metaphor. It's like there are things that we have in common. Mm-hmm. There are things that we that we all love, regardless of race, creed, or religion. Right. Political beliefs. There's things that we have in common that we can draw together. Right. To, you know, be, be to 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 come together as one mankind. That's right. You know, That's right. And, movie, and movies are are that way. Well, you know, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, whatever. We go to the movies. We go to the movies to escape. And we and to enjoy the things that we enjoy, whether it be superhero movies, romance movies, comedies, or whatever, um, that's that's there, you know, mm-hmm. for us to enjoy. And speaking of movies, yeah, if you're looking for the perfect place for a family outing this summer, then head for Rusty's TV and Movie Car Museum right here in Jackson, Tennessee. You can come and see actual cars and memorabilia from your favorite movies as well as replicas. Check out the Michael Keaton Batmobile, Scooby Doo's Mystery Machine, the Ghostbusters Ambulance. Bumblebee from Transformers, the General Lee from Dukes of Hazard, a Back to the Future DeLorean, and even Paul Walker's Eclipse from the first Fast and the Furious movie. And that's the car he was in. That's awesome. One of the cars that, that he was awesome. in as well. Over 50 iconic cars, trucks, motorcycles, and props that have been used in movies and on TV. There's something for all ages. And admission is just $10 for adults, $5 for kids, and ages 5 and under get in free. Uh, so got to go by and see them. 
They're open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 9 to 5 and by appointment Monday through Thursday. Contact them about group rates, Rusty's TV and Movie Car Museum at 323 Hollywood Drive in Jackson, Tennessee. Call 731-267-5881. So the next time you are looking for a perfect place for an outing uh, here in Jackson, Tennessee, Rusty's is fun for the whole family. Rusty's TV and Movie Car Museum at 323 Hollywood Drive in Jackson, Tennessee. And again, big thanks to Rusty's for right. uh, sponsoring Rusty. the Overdue Movie Review Thank Podcast. You, got to meet him at our last uh, con we went to. Oh, yeah. I uh, got oh, to yeah. talk to him. That's the first you got, time I really. What did you get from them? Uh, I bought a, uh, uh, a license Ecto plate. One? I think I got an Ecto 1 license plate. That's awesome. That's uh, awesome. So it's really cool talking <laughs> to Rusty. So thanks for joining us on the he uh, Overdue Movie Review He knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. When I worked for the Jackson Sun, he talked. I, I got to see his Batmobile. Oh my God! It lights up and everything. Oh man! Um, and uh, he has so many cars. There's so many different things that you could. That, I think he has a turtle van now. Yeah. Um, he has a the Mantis. There was a TV show called The Mantis with Carl Lumby, who voiced Martian Manhunter in the Justice League cartoon. Okay. He was a superhero who was paralyzed. And he put on this ecto suit. I mean, ex, exoskeleton suit and. He was able to walk around a superhero named Mantis. And okay. He has the Mantis car. Oh, I love it. So cool. So cool. But um, Independence, back to Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I want to talk about some of the best scenes in the movie. The, well, there are a few. There are, yeah, there are a lot. There are a lot. My, my favorite one, one of my favorite ones, is where they're trying to do the autopsy on the alien that, <laughs> right. they, that uh, Steve Hiller brings back. And they're, you know, trying to open up. They open up his suit, and he's in there. Because they're thinking, oh, we got him. This you know, is this the is alien. Him. Yeah. This is him. But it's actually a suit. And when it opens up, you see the alien inside, and he opens his eyes, and the fingers of his suit start moving, and he kills all the people inside it's except in the for room. one. Except it, for um, Brett uh, Spinner. And, they, and, they, and he, he uses his vocal cords. Yes. And, just and when, when they come, when the president says, you know, I want to I see these aliens now, um... Because the David's David's dad again is so smart and believes in his son so much, and believes what he knows is true. He says, you know, Area Fifty One, da 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 da, and the one of the, the president's the like, president's no, Stooges, it doesn't One exist. of the president's stooges is like, well, no, well it yeah, does exist. It, it is, you know, <laughs> plausible deniability. And they go there, and when they go to check on the the doctor, it's just like. Fog like it's inside. destroyed. It's He's destroyed the, everything. Yeah, it's it's smoke from the, the machines. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, the, you hear this piercing sound, and it's inside the president's head, and you see Brett Spinner like, "Let me out." So you think it's really him. You think it's him. And they get ready to open the door. And then you look, and you see these the these tentacles wrapped around his voice box, moving it to make him talk. And that's when the president and them are are. are come to the realization that it's the alien talking through him. Right. And he says, well, what do you want? Can we coexist? And he says, no. <laughs> and he goes, well, can there be a peace between us? He's like, no peace. Die. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, it's on now. It is on. And I, and I, and that, I mean, that gives me like goosebumps because I remember being in the movie theater going, whoa, they are, they are not playing. They, are they, not don't, playing. they don't want peace. They, they are come here to kill us. And the reason is because they found out that we were essentially kidnapping their people. Right. Because we right. had some of them 
But they crashed and here. They crashed here, but they were <laughs> some of them were still alive, and then we started doing experiments on them. And uh, they're a telepathic I race. I think they were just violent. Well, period. but again, they're a telepathic race. And they might have so felt it. They may think that we're trying to do bad things to them. Well, and, um, well, we find out later, though, um, not in this movie, but what we find out later in, in Resurgence is that they are a hostile. Right. But, but what you're but what you're saying is they're hostile because we started doing stuff to them that's first. That's a very valid point about you know they might have came to visit and they crashed and we were like they were oh, like open we them bo- up yeah open them up let's you know <laughs> let's harvest their bodies and that's let's- what they think that we are you know <laughs> I mean like just think about it like you know people can get the wrong first impression that's of you. true that's true you, know? you kept our ship you adapted our technology you've been studying you've us. been stealing yeah, yeah you've been you've been uh, experimenting on us you've been stealing our technology and we're supposed to be like hey we come in peace we're neighbors right but i i like the fact that resurgence shows us why they did it what but that i mean and we find out that these aliens didn't just attack us they've been attacking people all they've been over taking the over worlds over right, yeah right and and i since we're talking about independence day I, I like talking about resurgence because of the Continuation, but it also like destroyed the original cast. Right, yeah. But that it had a great again, if this had been done maybe four or five years after the original It plays a little bit. It easier. might have been better. And it might have gotten a trilogy because the way that second movie ends is setting you up for we're gonna go across the universe and we're gonna be joining other planets and seeing other races who are trying to, you know, fight this um, common enemy, hostile, yeah, yeah. This hostile uh, alien, these hostile aliens, but of co- alas, we didn't get that because thank goodness. <laughs> I really was looking for it. I, you know, I was really hyped at the end of Insurgent Resurgence because I thought, yeah, this would be this. It's a cool again, a cool concept, but so late in the game, right? It's Avatar. It's it's a it's the problem I have with Avatar. I haven't and Tad has the pleasure of having seen. The second movie before seeing the first one, <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> Which is, I don't understand. But anyway, uh, the second I, one was more palatable than the first. I saw for me, the though. first one. I saw the first one. It was interesting. I and I remember the big craze about Avatar and how everybody was like, "Oh, you got to see this." So and that's why I ignored it at first. Right, I did right. not watch did it because it took, of the hype. It took me about a year and a half before I actually <laughs> sat down and go, "I guess I'll watch this." And now that two is out, I'm like. I have no desire. I mean, I really don't have any. I'm not like itching to go. Ooh, what is two about? Well, let's 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 put this out there. I was not itching to go find out about what it was about either. <laughs> I was going to avoid Avatar two like the plague. <laughs> but my sister, when she's home for Christmas, likes to do a big family outing because mm-hmm. there's so many nieces and nephews that right. she's like, "That's nice. I'll just do one experience for everybody." So right. she rented out a movie theater and we watched Avatar. And I was like, mm, "I haven't seen one, but whatever." Uh, <laughs> this is not one I wanted to see, but it's free. Yeah. Right. I'll watch a free movie. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, you know, you, obviously we've done, this is 23rd episode of Overdue. Yeah, pretty much. I, we all like movies. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. I like right. to watch movies, right, even if right. they're delayed. Right. A bit. I like but to yeah, watch them. But um, yeah, it's just something about that gap. But I can say this too. Sometimes the gap works. Um, Terminator was like that. Terminator was like 84. And then... Uh, Judgment Day was 89 or 80, yeah, about 89. And then three didn't come out until the 2000s. And then um, Genesis, I think it was Genesis. And then this last one, Dark Fate. And I've enjoyed, I've actually enjoyed all of them. 
And in between those things, we actually got a Terminator TV show. Right. From an alternate t- timeline, which is really cool, which I, I love. So sometimes a gap works, but sometimes it doesn't, especially when you don't have, like, wh- what would have been cool, I- I- I'll give you this, wh- what would have been cool is if after Independence Day, the movie was over, we had gotten a cartoon series right. about what happened after the invasion. Well, you know, they did... Because Ghostbusters worked that way. Yeah, that's they, how did, a lot of fans. they did uh, uh, St- Star Wars Rebels after they did the prequel movies, right? Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like filling right. in some gaps. What if this, uh, maybe this doesn't, I don't think we can go into enough depth to make this a picture of this. What if we did a in-betweenquel movie mm-hmm. or series mm-hmm. where you got Will Smith to come back, reprise his role as Steve Hillard, mm-hmm. and he fills a gap with a like a one and a half, you know, Independence Day one and a half. So it's somewhere in between. It's a prequel to two. In between Resurgence. But it's it's in between Independence Day and Resurgence. Okay. And it's and it's kind of set in flashback. Show you what happened. Yeah. And that would work as an animated series. That'd be really be great good. as an animated series. It'd be great as a short run series, just hmm. uh, as a live action. It'd be yeah. great as a movie. You bring back Pullman for, yeah. you know, that would bit. work. That would be good. That you would could bring back all the cast. I mean, yeah. they except look the Randy same. Quaid because his character died. His character died. <laughs> By the way, that is my favorite scene of the movie. Yeah. We talk about great scenes of the movie. Yeah. This is uh, Randy Quaid's character is a character who, at one point, was unbelievable. Was, was, well, was well, 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 I'm talking about at one point in his life, he's a, a, a veteran, mm-hmm. and he had you know gotten through the war he become he was a pilot in the oh, war and he was a became single a crop father duster. he had been he became a crop duster kids. and, and uh, married kids mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he gets abducted he literally got it and see i wish we had gotten more into that because the aliens that we saw were not abducting anybody They're that we like, know of that we know it could of. well because he says i'm back yeah so he may have he may he recognized said he had him. been there yeah, he knew when he heard about it. Mm-hmm. He knew that that was them. Yeah, he had been telling everybody for years. Then. Yeah, and they and and, and because taken. because of I'm guessing PTSD and then the alien abduction, he becomes a drunk, and so nobody believes he's a drunk crop duster. But you, you know? know what the PTSD was from, right? It wasn't from the war, right? Well, it was from being abducted. Definitely, well, that's what I'm saying. So I, we don't know if it was just that, from the war, if it was yeah. from the abduction. It could have been a combination of both. Yeah. You know, so he's definitely got PTSD. But everybody he's knew about definitely the abduction become a. He's story. become a drunk, and and he's telling all these people about how he's been abducted again. Mm-hmm. A single father who's just trying to make his way, <laughs> and nobody believes him. And then right. this happens. He's like, yeah. You're yeah, gonna see, call, you call me you. a liar now. I told you. And so at the very end, when Bill Pullman's asking for people who can who are who has pilots, a missile, missile, right? Or in people like we have oh, any yeah. pilots? He's like, I'm a pilot. Mm-hmm. And then they sober him up. I mean, he's still mm-hmm. drunk, and they sober him up. Mm-hmm. And his last thing, tell my kids, tell I, my love kids I love them. Yeah. And then he's like, and then he takes off his mask, and he's like, he dr- this flies is, right into the flies right into thing. the bottom yeah, of the, the ship. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's so good. Such a good moment and, and a poignant moment too, because man, like you're yeah. sitting there like because his kids thought he was a failure. Yeah, and he <laughs> saves the world. Yeah. And even Adam Baldwin's character tells him, he's like, "Your your your dad was a hero." He's yeah. like, "I know, I know." So, oh man, such an amazing moment. Yeah, that was a good moment. And and and, moment. and again, the fact that Randy Quaid has gone off the rails yeah, crazy yeah, has sad. nothing to do with his performance in this movie because yeah. absolutely yeah, he fantastic. did a great job he did a great job playing so that good um I, i've even seen the alternate the alternate take of that where he's flying his crop duster into it and oh it. even better <laughs> even better 
So yeah, that that scene that scene is very powerful. That's that's a very powerful scene. Uh, the other one that I like is in outer space when Steve and David are in the the, the ship, <laughs> right? And uh, they put the virus in, and they're like, um, "Fat lady, sing!" Like, no, not not yet, not yet. She's not yet. saying yet. <laughs> and, like and, and the alien's like looking and then all of a sudden he goes ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I like That's it because so when they when they can't get out, get out they, they hide behind the, right. they're like, and they're thinking that this is it this is it so like alright let's go do it right. and so like they you know drop in their seats are like hey <laughs> and, and, and he goes huh? <laughs> they fire that <laughs> missile right there and then they book it like that that whole scene yeah. right there is just oh, so it's, it's enough action and comedy to just yeah. make it a really good yeah. scene. And when, when they first go up towards the mothership and Steve's like, I've been dreaming about this all my life. And he's finally getting to he's do it. He's finally getting to go into space. Awful situation that's happened, but he's able to do it now. Could you imagine, say you got one of those like, you know, pinnacle moments, you know, one of those things that you've always dreamed of, mm-hmm. but the reason you're going Complete, well, to, completely yeah. distracts you from the joy of doing what right, you're doing. Right, Well, but he has it for just that brief second. Just a brief second. Because, like, you know, like like I said, you know, it's like he, it's, he's not even getting to enjoy his trip into space. Right, right. Because it's like there's a mission at and hand. And look at the first that he gets. He's the first man to ever fly a UFO. <laughs> right. Because none of them knew how to even operate it. They yeah. couldn't even move. It was just fun. oh, when they were shooting the gun. No, the part where he's going and it's oh, like oh, I had, the, yeah, had the, the thing. Had the yeah, thing the directions to, upside down. Right, right, right. Had to, had to flip the card over that way. That way. That go, way. go. <laughs> it was and, it was a good movie. I mean, it's it's so many good moments in, in that movie where it really were. I mean, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a movie you can watch over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It becomes one of those movies you only watch around the holiday. Right. Right. You watch around Independence right. Day because you're like it's heavy. It's a heavy movie, it's, especially at the begin. Like the first thirty minutes at is least, just destruction. At least it's 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 a bunch of you know anxiety, terror, people terrified. It, like I said, it's so much like nine eleven. If yeah. you look at it that way, it's it's like the panicking. You know, we don't know what's happening, what's going on, what's going on, and then that when it hits. And you know that it's not just one city; it's many cities across many. the world. Yeah, across the world. I mean, how terrible! And just I remember being a teenager watching this movie and going, "That's terrifying to see these big, huge masses of whatever coming out of because they're coming into the atmosphere so fast and slowing down at the same time that they look like they're on fire." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they get over your city, it blocks out the sun. Because it's so huge, it's blocking out the, the sun for the entire city. And that's not even the huge mothership. That's just... One of the babies. One of the babies. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not... We're not we would, I, I feel like, in reality, we would be utterly destroyed. I, I get a little ready for I that. get a little freaked out when I see an airplane airplane lower than I'm used to. <laughs> right, right, right. If right. I were to see something that huge coming, yeah, like just holy lock up, cow, like, oh crud! Like, well, yeah. I'm not going to survive this right, one. Right, 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 right. Especially when you see the technology they had, have, and I still, again, if we talk about belief or whatever. If they had the whole ship force field. I still think that that track that that beam that destroys everything would have been protected too. 
I don't think he would have been able to fly that plane or that missile into <laughs> right. that beam. They would have had they they clear they're clearly good at what they do because they've made enemies across the universe. <laughs> right. So apparently they've been they've been having win after win after win after win for a group of alien races to come together and say, hey, we got to take them out together. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you think about it. <laughs> you also think about it, though, uh, when it comes to uh, Earth <clears throat> movies, we've had our uh, we've had our share of uh, our fair share of Earth machines. Yeah. To the machines that come in to destroy the, destroy the Earth. And we yeah. always win. Superman. I mean, Superman. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It goes. Yeah. The list goes on. <laughs> Independence and we, Day. We're always, I think Independence Day was really the first one. And we're always so cocky that the Americans are the ones who got the answers. Right. How does that, how do these movies play across <laughs> yeah, the globe? The, yeah. Oh, oh, the, the Americans just told us that they got, they, that, <laughs> right. you know, the Americans just told us that they know how to stop it. The Americans have all the answers. I wonder, I, you know, I should, I'm going to look it up. I wonder if for every like Russia and Korea, wherever Japan, they played the movie, if it had changed a little, it. Make, but then you have to change the whole movie pretty much. You can't even call it Independence right, Day. Yeah. Because yeah, that doesn't, because that, that doesn't play the rest right, of the globe. Right. It right. doesn't make sense for the rest yeah. of the world. I don't know how that works, but. <laughs> we'll have to go back and look at these receipts. <laughs> but uh, it's a great movie. It is a really good movie. I, every time Very I patriotic. watch this movie. Every time I watch this movie, I can watch it from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. If it's on, if I'm scrolling through and I see Independence Day on, mm -hmm. I stop and I watch the rest of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't need to see the beginning of it to know how it started. Mm -hmm. It's nice to see the beginning, but right. it's one of those you can pick up wherever it is and watch it to the finish, and you've never, you haven't missed anything because you've seen it so many times. Yeah, you know exactly what you know what happened, happened and you're caught up, but poor it's still Jimmy, worth the watch. Poor Harry Connick Jr.'s character, Jimmy. Yeah, Just, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. That was quite. That was quite a devastating uh, blow, it too. Was, it was. I think that's why he was so mad. Why Steve Hiller was so <laughs> mad about bad. it. You know, you killed you my killed best my friend. friend. Yeah, because he didn't even know if Jasmine was still alive. Yet. Yeah, he he thought that he was hopeful. Yeah, that she had but made. He didn't. Know. But everywhere he went, yeah. she was gone. You but know? he finally found. He actually finds her. Yeah, he forget, takes the helicopter. I remember it's that. That was a funny part too, where this big big uh, black guy was. Oh, over the helicopter, and uh, he said, I need to borrow your helicopter. He's like, man, I can't let you do that. He said, just tell him I knocked you out. And he looked at him like, Please. <laughs> just tell so him I knocked you out. So he took the helicopter, and he, fi he finds Jasmine. He finds the president's wife. Who because he injured. knew that where they were going, because she yeah. was going to the base where he had been stationed. Right. So he knew that she would go there. Mm -hmm. And, well, he hoped that she would go there, she and he found her. about... She picked up about six or seven people. Yeah, she was. She was. It. She was yeah, a she hero had a dump too. Truck. She was. She was she, going, going through. She didn't get as much credit as she deserved. Yeah, she did a lot. She, I mean, she brought the president's wife right. back just in time for her to pass away, which was very. That was sad. again another that was very poignant sad. moment. Because um, I rem when he he brings her inside when he brings his daughter inside, and then they go out go, go out to the back out together, and I forgot what the little girl says, but he pretty much tells her that she you know she's gone. Yeah, that was that was hard. That was hard. And the aliens had taken so much from so many people that it was, it was time to fight. Right. Or we're gonna die. You know, fight or die. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But right. Uh, but it's a great movie. It's a, it's such a good movie. It's a, it's a really good movie. So and it it just sh like again it shows us how we are in reality. Yeah. When we have a common enemy, we're good. We're good for however long it might take, and then after a while. When there is no enemy, we turn on ourselves. We find somebody to fight. That's 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 a kind of a horrible way to put it. But it's true. It's, it's, it's reality. True. It very is true. reality. 
but yeah, I I agree with you. I I would love to see a fill in because there's so you know by the time we get to resurgence, which is 20 years later, they're so Earth is so advanced from the technology right. that they siphoned from the aliens and how they've incorporated, which is kind of a bad idea. You're incorporating alien technology and you don't really. If, do you have firewalls for this? Do you have fire, you know safeties in case we've got AI writing back. these episodes? Yeah, I was gonna for say, us they come back, yeah, you know they come back and 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 try to you know hack your system and take over. But um, you should watch it. It's a definitely good. Mo- it's a good. If movie. you have not seen this movie, this is definite watch. I mean, because this is it's such a good movie. Yeah. So is. again, definite watch for me. Definite watch for me, and watch Resurgence, even though. <sighs> We're not. Your enjoyment, your enjoyment of Independence Day is not dependent upon watching Resurgence. It's not. It's not. But it's continuing. It's a story that continues and without most of the without Will Smith and uh, a large portion of the movie without the regular cast. But there's a hopeful ending. At, the at end. least they didn't rewrite Randy Quaid's death just to get him back in this picture. Yeah, that would have been that would have been awkward. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. Yeah, that would have been That was weird. just a dream sequence. Yeah. He was drunk. He was drunk in his <laughs> RV the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Maybe we do that. <laughs> Did I uh, say the world? <laughs> Dad, no. what are you talking about? You were passed out. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be terrible. We lost. We've been serving under. <laughs> right, right. We've been working for them all this time. Golly, Bill. you missed your appointment for them again. You didn't share crop the. <laughs> God, you sprayed the wrong field again, again, Dad. Dad? You hit the wrong ship. <laughs> what were you thinking? Anyway, it's a oh, it was man. a great movie. That's it's a, a definite movie. watch for me. <laughs> definite watch for me. <laughs> I'm Dad, and I'm Tony. That's our overdue movie review for. Independence Day 1996. And again, thanks to our sponsor, Rusty's TV, Movie and Car Museum in Jackson, Tennessee.